BetterHelp.com. You deserve to be happy. Types of therapy, individual couples, team, the world's largest therapy service, 100% online, professional alliance, and vetted therapists who you can trust. Tap into the world's strongest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues including depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, and more. With BetterHelp's therapists, you get the same professionalism and quality you would expect from an in-office therapist, but with the ability to communicate when and how you want. Get matched to the best therapist for you. Answer a few questions to find a therapist who fits your needs and preferences. Tap into the largest network of licensed, professional, board-certified providers, community. Communicate your way via messaging, chat, phone, video, Talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable. Therapy when you need it. Message your therapist anytime from anywhere. No scheduling needed. Schedule a live session at a time that's convenient for you. Connect from your phone, tablet, or computer. PrettyLitter.com Introducing the world's smartest cat litter. Health monitoring litter that won't break the bank or your back. This truly is litter box magic. 15,000 five-star reviews. Say goodbye to that litter box smell. Pretty litter traps odor instantly and then eliminates moisture so you'll never smell your cat's dirty business again. Easier cat clears and fresh glitter is just around your doorstep. No need to add baking soda or for extra odor absorption. Ditch the pine pellets and Upgrade to silica cat litter. Refill once a month. Scoop less. Up to 80% lighter. Cat parents are blessed with this color changing litter. Unlike traditional litter, pretty litter keeps tabs on your cat's health by changing color. Cats are notorious for hiding illnesses. Pretty litter changes color to tell you when your cat has a potential health issue so you can get them help before it becomes an urgent medical situation. Pretty litter, silica litter, crystal litter comes save you, save you big money on expensive vet bills. Not to mention, it could save your cat's life. The soil litter will sh- show the following: alkalinity. Blue may indicate certain types of urinary tract infections or increased risk of. Stone formation, typical, dark yellow, olive green, coloring indicates urine within a typical range. Acidity, orange may indicate metabolic acidosis or kidney tubular acidosis. Blood, red may indicate bladder crystals, feline lower urinary tract disorder, or certain types of kidney disease. How pretty litter works. Choose number of cats. Tell Pretty Litter how many cats you have, and they'll know how much litter to send you. They have options for going for every scenario. Get your litter delivered every month. Pretty Litter's lightest, lightweight cat litter is delivered to your door. Refill once a month. Pretty Litter's non-clumped advanced formula means you need less litter compared to traditional clay litter with clumping formulas. Save money. Pretty Litter will save you money on potential vet bills through early detection, plus on average costs less per month compared to leading brand competitors. 
Cleaner and safer. Pretty litter is made from clean, effective minerals that help control odor and reduce dust while also being family and pet safe. Household friendly, less dust, less mess. 99.9% dust free. Everyone's talking about pretty litter. Veterinarian's seal of approval. Why pretty litter is better at advanced odor control. Pretty litter super absorbent silica gel. Litter eliminates smells, ultralight, and delivered free. Stop hauling a giant bag of litter home from the store. Monitor your cat's health. Crystals change color to help detect early signs of illnesses. The pretty litter promise. Pretty litter takes some of the stress out of cat parenting so you can focus with mad Focus on what matters most, living a long and happy life. Together, Pretty Litter was demanded to give cat parents peace of mind, knowing that they can keep daily tabs on their cat's health. To further take care of your cat's health, Pretty Litter de developed Pretty Please, a premium grain-free cat food to support your companion in all stages of life. Look for a special introduction, introductory offer when you... Add pretty peas to your pretty litter order at checkout. 30 day guarantee. Try pretty litter risk free for 30 days. If for any reason you're not completely satisfied, just return within 30 days and pretty litter will issue a full refund. Get started today. Try pretty litter. Good morning. Here is chapter 15 of Laura Ingalls Wilder's. Farmer Boy, titled Cold Snap. That was a cold snap late spring. The dawns were chilly, and at noon the sunlight was cold. Cool. The trees unfolded the leaves slowly. The peas and beans, the carrots and corn, stood waiting for warmth and did not grow. When the rush of spring's work was over, Almanzo had to go to school again. Only small children went to the spring term of school, and he wished he were old enough to stay home. He didn't like to sit and study a book when there were so many interesting things to do. Father hauled the fleeces to the carding machine in Malone and brought home the soft, long wool, rolls of wool, combed out straight and fine. Mother didn't card her own wool anymore since there was a machine that did it on shares, but she dyed it. Alice and Eliza Jane were gathering roots and barks in the woods, and Royal was building huge bonfires in the yard. They boiled the roots and the bark in big cauldrons over the fires, and they dipped the long skeins of wool thread that Mother had spun and listed them out on sticks all colored brown and red and blue. When Almanza went home from school, the clotheslines were hanging full of colored skeins. Mother was making soft soap, too. All the winter's ashes had been saved in a barrel. Now water was poured over them, and lye was dripping out of a little hole in the bottom of the barrel. Mother measured the lye into a cauldron and added pork rinds and all the waste pork fat and beef fat that she had been saving all winter. The cauldron boiled and the lye and the fat made soap. Almanzo could have kept the bonfire burning. He could have dipped the brown lime, slimy soap out of the cauldron and filled the tubs with it. But he had to go back to school. He watched the moon anxiously, for in the dark of the moon in May he could stay out of school and plant pumpkins. Then in the chill early morning he tied a pouch full of pumpkin seeds around his waist and went to the cornfield. All the dark field had a green, thin green veil of weeds over it now. The small blades of corn were not growing well because of the cold. At every second hill of corn in every second row Almanza knelt down and took a thin flat pumpkin seed with his thumb and finger he pushed the seed's sharp point down into the ground it 
it was a chill work at first, but pretty soon the sun was higher, the air and the air smelled good, and it was fun to poke his finger and thumb into the soft soil and leave the seed there to grow. Day after day, he worked till all the pumpkins were planted, and then he begged to hoe and thin the carrots. He hoed all the swedes away from their long rows, and he pulled the little feathery carrot tops till those that were left stood two inches apart. He didn't hurry at all. No one had ever taken such pains with carrots as he did because he didn't want to go back to school. He made the work last till there was... There were only three more days of school. Then the spring term ended and he could work all summer. First he helped hoe the cornfield. Father plowed between the rows and Royal Lamanzo with hoes killed every weed that was left and hoed around each hill of corn. Slash, slash went the hoes all day, stirring the earth around the young shoots of corn and the first two flat leaves of the pumpkins. Two acres of corn Lamanzo hoed and then he hoed two acres of potatoes. That finished the hoeing for a while and that was strawberry time. While strawberries were few that year and late because frost had killed the first blossoms, Almanzo had to go far through the woods to fill his pail full of small, sweet, fragrant berries. When he found them clustered under their green leaves, he couldn't help eating some. He snipped off the green twigs of wintergreen and ate them too, and he nibbled with his teeth the sweet, sour wood sorrel stems right up to their frail lavender blossoms. He stopped the shy stones at the friskings. Squirrels and he left his pail on the bank of streams and went wading, chasing the minnows, but he never came home till his pail was full. Then there were strawberries and cream for supper the next day, and next day mother would make strawberry preserves. I never saw corn grow so slowly, father worried. He plowed the field again and again, all Monzo helped Royal to hold the corn, but the little shoots stood still. On the 1st of July they were only four inches high. They seemed to feel that danger threatened them and to be afraid to grow. It was three days to Independence Day, the 4th of July. Then it was two days, then it was one day, and that night Amonzo had to take a bath, though it wasn't Saturday. Next morning, they were all going to, to the celebration in Malone. Amonzo could hardly wait till morning. There would be a band and speeches, and the brass cannon would be fired. The air was still and cold that night, and the stars had a wintry look. After supper, Father went to the barns again. He shut the doors and little wooden windows of the horses' stalls, and he put the ewes with lambs into the fold. Then, when he came in, Mother asked if it was any warmer. Father shook his head. I do believe it's going to freeze, he said. Pshaw, surely not, Mother replied, but she looked worried. Sometime in the night, Amonzo felt cold, but he was too sleepy to do anything about it. Then he heard Mother calling, Royal, Amonzo, he was too sleepy to open his eyes. Boys, get up, hurry, Mother called, the corn's frozen. He tumbled out of bed and pulled on his house trousers. He couldn't keep his eyes open. His hands were clumsy and big yawns almost dislocated his jaw. He staggered downstairs behind Royal. Mother and Eliza Jane and Alice were putting on their hoods and shawls. The kitchen was cold. The fire had not been lighted. Outdoors, everything looked strange. The grass was white and frost, with frost, and the cold green streak was in the eastern sky, but the air was dark. Father hitched Bess and Beauty to the wagon. Royal pumped the wa- watering trough full. Amanda helped Mother and the girls bring tubs and pails, and Father set barrels in the wagon. They filled the tubs with barrels full of water, and then they walked behind the wagon to the cornfield. All the corn was frozen. The little leaves were stiff and broke if you touched them. Only cold water must would save the life of the corn. Every hill must be watered before the sunshine touched it, or the little plants would die. 
There would be no corn crop that year. The wagon stopped at the edge of the field. Father and Mother and Royal and Liza Jane and Alice and Amanda filled their pails of water, and they all went to work as fast as they could. Amanda tried to hurry, but the pail was heavy and his legs were short. His wet fingers were cold, the water slopped against his legs, and he was terribly sleepy. He stumbled along the rows, and at every hill of corn, he poured a little water over the frozen leaves. The field seemed enormous. There were thousands and thousands of hills and of corn. Amanda began to be hungry, but he couldn't stop to complain. He must hurry, hurry, hurry to save the corn. The green in the east turned pink every moment the light brightened. At first, the dark had been like a mist over the endless field. Now Amanda could see the, to the end of the long rows. He tried to work faster. In an instant, the earth turned from black to gray. The sun was coming to kill the corn. Amaza ran to fill his pail. He ran back. He ran down the road, splashing water on the hills of the corn. His shoulders ached and his arm ached, and there was a pink and a pain in his side. The soft earth hung onto his feet. He was terribly hungry, but every splash of water saved a hill of corn. In the gray light, the corn had faint shadows now, and all, all at once pale sunshine came over the field. Keep on, Father shouted, so they all kept on. They didn't stop. But in a little while, Father gave up. No use, he called. Nothing would save the corn as the sun touched it. Amanda set down his pail, straightened up against the ache in his back. All the others stood and looked, too, and did not say anything. They all they had watered almost three acres. A quarter of an acre had not been watered. It was lost. Amanda trudged back to the wagon and climbed in. Father said, let's be thinking we saved most of it. They rode sleeping down to the barn. Amanda was not quite awake yet, and he was tired and cold and hungry. His hands were clumsy doing the chores, but most of the corn was saved. Thank you for listening to this chapter of Laura Ingalls Wilder's Farmer Boy. Stay safe. Thank you for listening, and have a good week.